Welcome to the University of Wyoming Today. On this program, you'll hear about what's making the news and about the people and events at UW. You'll also learn about some of the leading research that's taking place at one of the region's top universities. And now, here's today's edition of the University of Wyoming Today. Hi, Jim Kearns with you. On today's show, we'll be hearing about a large grant to support biomedical research. A conservationist will talk about a magnificent symbol of the sagebrush landscape. And an American Heritage Center student will discuss efforts to restore a monument to recognize a long-ago hero on the UW campus. But first, the American Cancer Society has just published a paper by Anna Zajakova, an associate professor in the Department of Sociology. She was able to interview a large number of individuals who were diagnosed with cancer. She found that cancer can devastate a patient's ability to continue working and maintain financial stability. In terms of employment, within about three years after a cancer diagnosis, on average, uh, among working-age adults, um, the employment uh, dropped by 10 percentage points. Now, this was just being employed versus not being employed. In terms of work hours, even among people who stayed employed, uh, the drop was 200 hours on average within a year or two after diagnosis. That's five weeks lost work time. And so as a corollary, uh, we had uh, we observed decreased income. One's own earnings dropped by up to 40%. So this is a huge drop. Now, we were also able to look at what happened to the family, um, within the family, uh, to their total income. And there the drop was smaller, but still that family income dropped by up to 20% within about three years after diagnosis. And Professor Anna Zajakofa says families deal with this situation in different ways. Not just specifically related to their health insurance or out-of-pocket costs, but their inability to continue uh, working at the level that they uh, worked previously. So we would really love to be able to get into uh, more of the stories that's happening to these families. In some cases, income may drop because people retire early and decide it's not worth their time when they're facing this life or death situation uh, to keep working. Uh, others uh, may, in contrast, may be stuck in their job because they can't afford to lose health insurance. So there's probably a lot of very different stories behind these numbers. The American Cancer Society and other groups are using these findings as another weapon in the battle against the devastating consequences of cancer. The National Institutes of Health has just awarded the university a $17.4 million grant to strengthen biomedical research and education in Wyoming. It's the third such grant awarded to a group called the Wyoming IDEA Networks of Biomedical Research, goes by the acronym ENBRI. Missy Samp reports the funding will continue to support projects focusing on health issues that are important to rural residents. The project will enhance science and math education and research in Wyoming 
and bolster opportunities for biomedical-related education, training, and research at UW and Wyoming Community Colleges. It provides research support to faculty and graduate students, and expands research opportunities that will create a pipeline for undergraduate students to continue in health research careers. The grant will also enhance the science and technology knowledge of the state's workforce and expand Wyoming research opportunities across the Western region. I'm C. Samp, reporting for the University of Wyoming Today. Almost certainly, the University of Wyoming campus is home to more monuments, statues, and memorials than any other place in Wyoming. There's the Ben Franklin statue near the Arts and Sciences Building, the Wyoming family on Prexy's pasture, and a slumbering bear at the Half Acre facility. There's at least three cowboys riding bucking horses at various places around campus, the impressive Breaking Through statue near the Gateway Center, and the Lowell O'Brien Monument west of Old Main. What's that? You are not familiar with the Lowell O'Brien Monument? Turns out he was a student who was killed in 1922 while getting horses ready to celebrate the arrival of Arthur G. Crane, one of the university's longest-serving presidents. Tony Lozano of Kersey, Colorado, is one of the students in an American Heritage Center class that wants to restore the memorial that was built with money raised by O'Brien's classmates. One horse that he got on to see how it was going to do started bucking, and it was starting to run towards a whole group of students, so he decided to jump off and try to like hold the horse back, but his foot got caught in the stirrup, and he ended up getting his head hit, and um, he literally got trampled by the horse. But he was able to make sure that the horse didn't run into the students. He was put into the hospital, and he died a few days later. The monument was installed by his uh, classmates because they thought it was important that he was remembered. It's kind of like a square monument, and it has flowers around it, and it has a fountain in it. And um, it also used to have benches. It no longer has that either, and it's very torn down. And we'd like to see it actually be taken care of, so like flowers, and for it to not look like it's like chipping away. And we would also like a plaque to be put on it so that when students do pass by it, they actually know who Lolo Bryan was and what he did. That is a worthwhile project. And the next time we hear his name, we'll all remember Lowell O'Brien and his important place in UW history. You're listening to the University of Wyoming Today, and I'm Jim Kearns. The sage-grouse has come to symbolize the importance of preserving the sagebrush ecosystem that dominates many areas in Wyoming and the West. The Barry Biodiversity Conservation Center at the University of Wyoming has offered a number of programs to help people become more aware of how important this ecosystem is to hundreds of animal and plant species. One of the recent presenters was photographer Dave Showalter. He considers the sage-grouse to be nothing short of an American treasure. I like to make a comparison to the bald eagle because the bald eagle is our national bird, and it's often described as magnificent, powerful, and strong. 
yet the greater sage grouse isn't described in such flattering terms often compared to a chicken mm -hmm. because of its size a chicken that sized bird that lives in sage and that totally turns me off i think we need to change that that dialogue and talk about this greater sage grouse as our western bird they they live solely in sagebrush only a little bit of canada holds greater sage grouse otherwise they're quite literally our american western bird they're noble they're they're they have one of the great courtship displays in the natural world and they're really tough the only thing that their kryptonite is is habitat loss and that's something that we have to address and we have to we have to stop losing sagebrush habitat because we're just starting i think to grapple with how important this habitat is to the west and if you haven't had a chance to see sage grouse strutting on their mating grounds it's something you'll want to do It'll leave an enduring image that will never be forgotten. Hey, our old friend Wayne Hubert is being recognized again. Just a week ago, we told you that the retired zoology professor was named a fellow of the American Fisheries Society. And now... Professor Hubert, along with Richard Baldez of Fort Washakie, is being honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award from the university's Biodiversity Institute. The awards celebrate their commitment to enhancing knowledge and conservation of biological diversity in Wyoming. Well-deserved, guys. And let's recognize two of our students, Jacob Chavez, Jr. of Rollins, and Madison Cooley of Cheyenne. They both won top awards in the recent graphic design competition sponsored by Region 4 of the Association of College Unions International. Not bad, considering they were competing against students from seven other states and three Canadian provinces. Way to go, you two. I'm Jim Kearns, and that's it for my time. Thanks for yours. That's it for this time. Join us again for the next edition of the University of Wyoming Today.